Oh, you know it. <clears throat> you know, I feel like a bad DM. <laughs> yeah. Because I was driving here. I set up all my stuff. I had all my, my gear. I had my dice. I had my figures. I had my big death dice tower. And I got so excited um, getting my food order ready that I left it all at my house. Yeah, that's uh, it's kind of rough. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little rough. Uh, but I have my Taco Bell, uh, and I think that that's what counts. I think the real Dungeons and Dragons minifigures are the Taco Bells we made along the way. There you go. So, was that better? No. We're down, we're following that same path. I would argue that it's getting worse. I mean, I don't think there's I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was as bad as last week, but um at least I had something to say this time. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I don't think there was uh, there won't be much of an argument. I think we're all pretty much in agreement on that one. So, hey everyone, <laughs> welcome back. Uh, this is the Roll for Insanity podcast. Uh, we're going to try to keep uh, Joey awake. We're, we might need to get him some coffee. It looks let's, like he's let's do, really wait, wait, wait. Maybe we just need what? to excite him. Do the What's intro up? again, but do it like a, a ghost. Ooh, let's see. Can we do a ghost? Welcome to the Roll for Insanity podcast. You know, no, that I think I left my ghost. oven on. I got to go. <laughs> you don't have an oven. You're homeless. Uh, How'd you find out? I saw your beanie. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> Well, welcome back, everyone. Thank you. Oh, you left well, the ghost. Welcome back. I, I think we're we're in the caverns. Sorry about that, folks. Hey, uh, welcome back. Thank you for uh, spending some time with us again. And uh, this will be our technical episode. And well, they're uh, all technical episodes now. But well, yeah, true. It was scattered with some. Uh, uh, technically, that's true. Yeah. Uh, technically. <laughs> So I guess technically it would be a technical episode. Yeah, technically. So technically. technically. So um, we were uh, talking about uh, what we're going to do with the uh, the actual play, and uh, we're trying to come up with a name. So if anyone's got any brilliant ideas, that would be you know that'd be really nice if someone would kind of help us figure out what we should name this, other than just you know actual gameplay. That that seems a little boring. Clay in the Suggins gang. And I'm Ryan, your <laughs> lovable mischief maker. Welcome to our podcast where we introduce everyone. Please, please. We need help. We're, we're, we're desperate here. You have like two jobs and you didn't do one of them. Uh, yeah, well, that's, that's it. rough. What's my name? Jorge. If you introduce me as Jorge. anything other than Jorge for the rest <laughs> of the season, I'm going to be really upset. Jorge. I'm remembering. <laughs> so... Today we have with us Jorge. Buenos dias. We have Ryan. Hello. We have Joy. Hey. And I'm Kevin. Thanks for, uh, like I said, hanging out with us. Um, Surely we won't get derailed again on the rest no. of this podcast. No, not at all. Not it only real. took like, what, five minutes to get through the intro? Yeah. I'm still eating. That's part of it. <laughs> it's part of our charm. We're waiting for the uh, the Diet Coke to, to hit uh, Joey to get it. It seems like he's, I don't know. 
He seems like he's kind of half asleep there. Not he's wearing his Bieber bangs out from that. underneath his beanie. I don't yeah. think he's going to be waking up today. Not Crazy. sponsored. Not Falling sponsored. Back to, by yeah. <laughs> or Bieber. Or Bieber. Or beanies. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, so, circling back to what we had talked about, uh, it was either the last episode or the one prior we were uh, talking about your new campaign. Did, that, uh, did you get that started? Oh, yeah. So, we ran the first session of our West Marches campaign. And it went really well. Um, I got to play for like once with this group of people that I haven't gotten yeah, to play was, in a session. That was so great. I enjoyed that a lot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I haven't gotten to play with anyone for like a year. So one of our um, one of our players, Jacob, stepped up and he was the DM for the session. And so we all got to try out our new characters and it was fun. Um, without going too much into it, uh, we got hired to murder a bunch of sentient wolves that we didn't know were sentient, and then we found out that they were sentient, and then moral ambiguity uh, ensued. They all deserve to die. Yeah, I mean, I was just there to get paid, and Joey's <laughs> character had the same mentality, but the other half of our party's <laughs> like, but they can talk. Right, so, yeah. exactly. Sucking bandits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, anyway. Like, you know we've killed people, right? <laughs> we have murdered people. Yeah, so but people aren't... Se- Wait a minute. <laughs> They're not <laughs> nearly as cute as these wolves. These yeah. wolves were so not cute. Anyway. Except one was Bolt from the famous hit movie Bolt. Yeah, looked just like him. Yeah. Um, also, he could shoot lightning out of his mouth, just like Bolt from hit movie Bolt. <laughs> yeah. So I guess the... Um, it, not it, it not will, sponsored by Bolt. <laughs> I guess the, the real test will be uh, maybe in the second or third uh, right. game to see how the continuity is working and... Yeah, but that's never going to (laughs) happen. I mean, I have a few one-shots of my own plan for the Horizon, but I hope that it's not just me and Jacob alternating back and forth. Um, But you said Caleb is involved too, right? right? I can't imagine he wouldn't jump in. I imagine Caleb will step up. I'm never going to do that. Joey is technically a DM in the Discord server that we use, but I doubt he's ever going to use that. (laughs) Never. Um, Joey. I just wanted the power and the title. I'm hoping that some other people step up. Ideally, we get to a point where we're running more than one session a week, and that's how I know that we've made it, because right now, we've only been having them on Wednesdays, and it's just kind of like a fill-in for what we usually did, and so as soon as we have one on another day of the week that's not Wednesday, that's that's how you know that it's going well, I think. You've I'm actually host a one shop on like Saturday, but it's just picking up groceries for somebody. <laughs> You could. <laughs> you could. Yeah, like, hey, <laughs> the, the tavern's out of beer. Go get some. All right. Like, th- that's the entire, like, thing about th- this that makes it so funny is you can just take something super mundane and have it be, like, an entire quest. Um, like, something that I was planning on doing was I wanted to have a one-shot for our West Marches that was just the players going to a casino. I was just going <laughs> to, like on the job board where all the jobs are listed, I was just going to have a flyer for this new casino in town. And I was going to let the players just go there and like gamble money. And then they find out that like the games are rigged because it's a casino (laughs) and then maybe some plot points ensue. Not sure. Haven't fully planned it out yet. That was all. It's just a a lesson to not gamble (laughs) (laughs) or cheat and don't get caught. (sighs) If you're going to cheat at a game, make sure that the Gaming Commission of Nevada does not catch on. Exactly. So basically, it's just there's a no Nevada in my campaign setting, uh, they should be good to go. Yeah. It's just a big, fad PSA, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Don't gamble. Don't gamble. It's not healthy. Unless it's with me. 
Yeah. You can send Clay all your money. Yeah. And you and might get some back. If you feel like gambling, just send me any money you think you would have lost and uh, you we'll might call it, it square. You might get some money yeah. back? Just Are send me kidding? money and <laughs> you might get double back. You might. Venmo me. See what happens. It could happen. <laughs> it could. It's very possible. He's isk doubling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. Keep us a, you know. Yeah, it's so up to date on how that's working. I, I mean, I just I thought the whole concept was pretty cool. Yeah, so hopefully things are good. And then we'll um, have Clay step in and and break the world. Yeah, well that's the, that's <laughs> the thing is once we start like getting into like a rhythm, we want to add more players to our group too. And so once we have like all the kinks ironed out and we got everything like streamlined, then we can start adding new people to our group and then we can have more people DMing, more people playing on different days of the week and stuff. So that's the that's the goal. Exciting stuff. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. So, Joey, anything on the... Uh yeah. The Tell UA? us about the new UA, Joey. So the new UA never came... There was, I'm kidding. There was no new. There was no new UA, but Ever. there was a new one. Joey, what does UA Ever. stand for? There was no. I don't even know. Unearthed Arcana. That's right. I, I don't knew. believe you. What's an unearthed Arcana? It's um Arcana that is no longer earthed. I prefer it to be re-earthed. That would well, be. Well, then go back. That's non-earth though. Not right. Not unearthed. Re-earthed Arcana. Re-earthed Arcana. <laughs> That's everything. You've either that I turned off up. my microphone yeah. or turned off my headset, and I think it's my microphone. No, I can hear you. Can you? Yeah, unfortunately. What I mean, happened? yeah. <laughs> what did you do? You did something that makes it sound so much smoother now, actually. Ooh. I don't know. Keep this in the upgrade. Yeah, yeah. Turned on the groove. Ooh. The groove <laughs> factor. That's right. Turned the vibe up to 10. <laughs> vibe check. The mind goes to 11. UA, Joey. Well, oh, yeah. So that's a thing that happened <laughs> recently. Wow. Um, what happened? Well, there's a Folk the Feywild. There's a new UA where they. When did it come out? I don't, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know. <laughs> Good enough. Tell us what's <laughs> what do we pay you for? <laughs> you don't pay me. Shoot, he's on to us. <laughs> That's right. We're, we're getting what we paid for. <laughs> Nothing. We keep asking him to talk, and we keep interrupting him. I'm sorry, Joey. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, they released a uh, Fae Folk, which I thought was cool when, uh, when I heard about it. I was like, ooh, new planer, um, people that you could play, and uh, I just want to play my Abyssal Shadow one day. Um, anyways, they released uh, fairies, there's hobgoblins of the Feywild, and rabbit and owl folk. That's pretty which cool. Which is, uh, yeah, it's interesting because the fairies and the owl folk can fly, <laughs> which makes it three playable characters. Yeah, races. I think it's um, fairies, and owls now. Yeah, and then you could just play a fairy, and any non-airtight door you could just go through because you can s- squeeze through one-inch spaces. Oh, yeah. I, I was reading about that, and the funny thing is that you might be thinking, oh, like, you're a fairy, you're only, like, a couple inches tall, like Tinkerbell. No, you're no. still in the small size category. Yeah, so you're at least two foot six. Yep. And you <laughs> can, you, you basically flat Stanley yourself, and you just slip <laughs> under the door is how I imagine it, like a Looney Tunes cartoon where you just 2Dify yourself yeah. and slide yeah. right under. Those of you that have seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit, yeah. it's the scene where you steamroll yourself exactly, and you just slide yeah. into the door. Yeah, the ultimate... D and D play, but it's really cool that they're letting you play like other Fae now because yeah. up until this point you had like Eladrin, I think technically, and I don't even know elves. Wasn't he married to Jasmine? Yeah, that's the one. Mm. Um, I don't know if we're allowed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Not sponsored by Disney. Um, Not yet. And so yeah, Eladrin are like elves, but 
more fae than elf. They're elves with more ear. Er, yeah, <laughs> and more nature. It sounds like some sort of medicine you would take for hemorrhoids that you would find on a commercial. <laughs> Talk to your doctor about Aladrin. <laughs> Not sponsored. <laughs> Not sponsored by Aladrin. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so... Um, yeah, I think that uh, it, it's it's pretty cool. I'd like to see a playable like uh, quick lane race, which is uh, one of the like evil fae. Want to like, play my boggle? They're like little. Yeah, I want to play a boggle. <laughs> please, wizards, wizards, please let me play a boggle. I want a playable boggle race. I just I just want to make oily goo on the floor and be able to walk through portals and punch people. That's all I need in my life. Boggle race, best race. Um, yeah, there's a lot to it. I recommend checking it out. I'm not going to list it all because each race has a lot of feats. It's very built on, on like vanilla races, a right. player's handbook. And um, it's the second UA that they released about races, isn't it? Yeah, because we were talking about the Gothic lineages, mm-hmm. I think, either last week or the one before that. And um, so, yeah, they've released two UAs back to back now that are both races. Which makes me think that they're probably gearing up for the next core book to be something like um, Mordekainen's Tomb of Foes or uh, Volo's Guide to Monsters, yeah. where it's going to be more like uh, bestiary-centric. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to get like a big collection of those player races in that too, probably. Yeah, I'm really help- hoping they build on the planer races too, because I think that'd be really fun and interesting. Yeah. I prefer the trainer races. The trainer races? Maybe even the automobane races. <laughs> what... Um, what do you think? <laughs> Thanks for glossing over it. But you know what? The I joke was bad. Let's just sit in this. <laughs> just take a moment. We don't have to be cats and cover it up, okay? Let's, let's just <laughs> let's just move on. <laughs> um, what do you think the the likelihood of this becoming you know popular uh, with the mainstream and actually in playable characters? Um, I mean, do you think we're we're at a point now where we're we're kind of jettisoning from the the standard core races that started everything and everybody is because i mean i, I think at some point there's going to be so many i mean we kind of already crossed that threshold when yeah. tosh has put out custom lineages which basically lets you play literally whatever you want mm-hmm. like anything that you can think of um and it just kind of gives you like a basic stat block for it. Actually, it's not custom lineages. It's what's the other thing? Custom lineages. No, custom lineages is the one no, that the lets you thing. modify a playable race. No, a, a custom lineage is a race where you can pick what you want and you get to choose okay. certain feats. Yeah, maybe that was maybe that is what it is. Okay. I, I swear I had a different okay. name though. Maybe it's it so does. fun being a part of this podcast <laughs> and knowing like only about five percent of what you guys are I talking should have about. Read <laughs> I heard the word races and I was like, oh, I know what those are. <laughs> I don't know what any of them are. <laughs> yeah. I know there's Variant Human. That's pretty cool. Variant Human is pretty cool. So, yeah, basically, the thing that Tosh has added is, like, a very loose template that you can basically slot any race into, and they give you a few choices of things that you can pick. So, it's kind of like a worse or better Variant Human, depending on what you're going for. Because I think it lets Variant Human gives you plus one to two different stats and this one gives you plus two to one stat um and then it also lets you pick from like a different number of proficiencies you can choose to have dark vision or like a different skill or tool proficiency i don't remember um basically 
It's like, hey, you want to play some weird thing that's not in any of the books? I do. Well, here's a balanced stat block that you can use, and you can just pick and choose from here. Thank you. And it's good to go. So we're kind of so far off the beaten path now that it doesn't even matter what new races they add because you can just use the Tasha's template to account for anything well, that isn't core. Also, let's 5e has kind of just been a mosh pit of everything. It's not, yeah. and let's be honest, honest. <laughs> it's I mean, not very well put together. If we are honest... You really don't. You don't need the UA. You don't need you know anything. You guys could you if you wanted yeah. to in your campaign, you could create whatever you want. You that's, know that's what I kind of liked about Tasha's because like it, it felt like it was mostly a reminder of that. Like, hey, dude, th- these aren't set in stone. Play the game you want to play. Quit yeah. being lazy. Think exactly. of your own stuff. Yeah, and you know that was always an option I had open to my players. I'm like, here's all the core races. You can be whatever you want. Nothing is banned. But if you have some other cool idea that you want to play. Then like bring it to me and we'll figure out the stats together. Sharkkin, mm-hmm. um, so want to be Sharkkin. That kind of submerge your body in water at least an hour a day. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably base it off of the grung at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that that brings me back. Uh, are the core races pretty much so old and boring that nobody wants to play them anymore? And that's why we've come up with this. I would argue that that wisdom is just case. milking five E content. <laughs> that too. I, I don't think so. I think, um, like, I'm still a sucker for elves, no matter what. I really like Aren't we all? their flavor and... I love their ears. <laughs> and so tall. And I like They're playing short. dexterity, like, classes and stuff. So I always like, like an older woman. There's th- okay. What are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so they, they always kind of, like, work for me for, like, whatever I want to do. But, like, you know... There's only so many elf characters that I can make before I go, okay, I want to play something else. And if you like spread that across however many years somebody's been playing D&D, eventually you get tired of the core races. Um, I know some people are very content just playing one race for all of eternity. Like That's Spencer right. really liked playing halflings, and you really like playing dwarves. I was going to say, yeah. it's like we're sitting um, at a table with a consistent dwarf. <laughs> yeah, so like there are people who like obviously aren't getting bored of like the core races but i think expanding the potential races makes people realize like oh there's like like the, the it's a bit out there and so if you were like oh i've always wanted to play like a bunny person but i didn't know how to make that stat block work well wizards like well here's what it might look like and so you could take that and you could extrapolate from it and apply it to something else so let's say you want to play and think fox people start aren't still in the game you Not could yet. yeah <laughs> so you'd probably look at like a tab- i'd the way that i'd do it is i'd probably mix like a tabaxi and a high elf um and so you'd get like some dexterity because it's like an animal race and then you would get like um the magical stuff from the high elf maybe like an intelligence bonus and if you wanted to go like full into like japanese mythology and make a kitsune you could give them something like the changeling uh shapeshift and so that's just me pulling from three different uh, races and putting them together and when wizards releases these new ones like the owl and the rabbit and the fairies um it gives you more building blocks that you can pull apart and put together in different ways. Mm. At least that's the way that I see it. And that Fox character sounded uh, highly tabaxing to create. Anyway, I'm going home. See you guys later. Um, 
This has been Jorge. You're over <laughs> your <laughs> awful pun quota. No, I mean, I get it. You know, but there is a point where, you know, we've talked about the role playing versus role playing. Um, there is a point where you did, if you look at it, it seems like the stats are a little favored now for some of the newer characters. They just seem to have a little bit, you know, I mean, just the way that they're working them. You know, there's a lot of well, stuff that they can do that, you know, the core can't. And if you're mixing, you know, old, you know, the old Legion with the new Legion, it, is that going to be an issue? Well, 5e was never really balanced very well. I mean, half-elves have always and probably will continue to be the strongest race in the game mm-hmm. just because of all the stuff that they start out with. Racist, but whatever. <laughs> um <laughs> And so, yeah, pretending that it was balanced from the beginning is already kind of a misconception. But that being said, the new races that come out, I don't think that any of them are inherently stronger. They still have their they've strong suits. They've been releasing suits. everything they've been releasing recently has been a lot stronger than core stuff. Well, if so you're looking at UA, then I agree. Even released, though. I guess we need to wait to see what actually well, cause l- even comes in out Tasha's, of that. Let's some l- of the subclasses started... Um, scaling off proficiency instead of just a flat number that you would only be work well once a day or something like that. D&D Smackdown. I mean... Let's fight right now. Ryan B. Joey, let's go. Hey, I mean, seriously. Class balancing and race balancing are completely different discussions. If we're, I mean, it's all balancing. If, if we're going to be serious here, we, we need to go back to 3.5. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, and you both need to go, go back, back to, to first your edition. Get your hands off each other. And stop fighting. We're done. Ow! <laughs> Ryan, why'd you hit yourself? <laughs> uh, uh, I thought it would be funny. You're trying to frame me, dude? Was it funny? Yeah, it was. It was actually, really actually cause audio was. medium was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, you know, I get it. I mean, I think we're bringing a lot more people in with this. Again, you know, you look at all the different genres in the last uh, two or three decades. Uh, as far as movies, books, you know, what what's hot, what's not, what's trending. And, you know, Wizards, I think, is trying to ride on that coattail. And again, nothing wrong with that. I mean, Wizards is a company. They need to make money, and this is the way that they, you know, move forward. But, you know, for some of us who started, you know, we're seeing the game kind of turn into something that, you know, we've never, you know, expected it would go, you know, in that direction. So, but, I mean, I I think that our groups, the ones that we played with, you know, and even, you know, Clay's, you know, this is kind of you know, a deviant from anything I've ever played before. I'm and, a deviant. Yeah. What? And I mean, I'm okay with that. I, mean, I am too. Know. Thanks for inviting me. Well, that's why we <laughs> leave, we let you stay in, you know, and yeah, I yeah. think oh, for the most part, the <laughs> yes, well, we all knew that, but so, I mean, I agree. I think that, you know, we, we need to move forward with it, but at some point, you know, when are we going to stop? I mean, you know, five. We're past the point of edition. stopping now. Yeah, the I, game is forever. I I honestly believe that Wizards just goes on a bunch of D and D forums and just like looks at these people's crazy wish lists <laughs> and they're like, all right, so this is they roll the D one hundred. They make a book. List. Um, <laughs> it's all furry people. <laughs> we got the foxkin and the rabbitkin and the owlkin. I thought the furries were kind of a gone. I didn't think they're they still around. Oh, they're still very much. Alive. Are they still around? Well, there <laughs> you still go. Here. They have conventions. Along anyway. with the LARPs and everything else. So, mm-hmm. okay. so I don't know. I, I honestly think that they're never going to run out of ideas because people just throw them at them. 
And they're like, wait, you're going to pay us if we just write this down in a book and say it's canon? Right. And, and the like, thing yeah. is, like, fifth edition is kind of set up to be extremely expandable. And we've seen yeah. that in the release of core books. And they don't really have any reason to go on to, like, a sixth edition yet. Because, no. like, obviously, there's they've had huge success. And, right, the core <laughs> of the game in The and mechanics itself, are sound, yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah. like, to continue to release content for 5th edition just makes sense. But, like, are we eventually going to release uh, a point where we have too much, so too many source books? Um, I don't think so. Because um, if you look at 3.5, 3.5 overall had way more source books than 5th edition has and probably will have for a number of years. Um, not all of them were core. A lot of them were third party. But they were pretty commonly accepted. Um, and what ended up happening is if DMs didn't like a source material, they would just ban those books from their table. Right. And I think that that's probably what we're going to yeah, start banned. seeing in 5th edition. If people are upset with the balancing or they think that a new race is too strong, either they're going to tweak it or they're going to ban it entirely from their own table. And I think that that's probably what we're going to start moving towards. I think so, too. I mean, I think, you know, I... If you don't want it, you know you can you can move on. I'm just wondering, you know, how far out is this going to be? Are they? Is it literally going to be where it becomes, you know, like in the gaming world, it's an engine, and you know you can convert it to whatever you want? Is that what's going to happen with Wizards? Are they just going to, you know, eventually just license the mechanics portion, and you know you can go willy nilly with whatever you want? You know, turn it into a, a star, Star Wars, Starfleet. You know, I mean, they've actually already hinted at that. Yeah, they had yeah. A, an unearthed arcana at one point that was like a futuristic setting where they ha released like a set of spells, um, like a subclass for wizard. Um, yeah, antimatter guns, a domain for cleric, and it was all just to say like, hey, you don't have to play D and D as a fantasy game. You can do futuristic too if you want. So. I mean, and that's the that's the marketing side. I mean, it really is. I mean, you've got to figure that they've realized, especially starting with Star Wars, you know, mm -hmm. with the, the absolute, you know, craze that followed after the, you know, the first series was out. Maybe that was a way to go. However, like I said, some of us old, the, you know, the old Legion, we, we kind of like the core. We kind of like the, you know, the base races. And, you know, it, it made it a little bit easier. And the thing is, is you don't need a different, race or a different class because you can play it any way you want to you know that's that's the one thing i think a lot of people don't realize that you know with joey you know he's kind of a he's a almost like an idiot savant in our game currently because he's he oh has, in our game yes <laughs> he has this uh you know he's, he's like this myself. super intelligence that is you know dwarfed by his stupidity you know what i mean he he comes off like kind of like a, a goober but it, he really isn't i mean he he's he a knows, profound goober he is <laughs> He is. He's a, he's a theologian, you know. He has he's spent more time talking with me about his backstory than both of you combined. Well, that's what I'm and saying. I was so excited. Yeah. I already wrote my entire backstory. I need it. It took like, I know, I gave it to you at Give the beginning. He needs and more. And I'm, like, <laughs> more. I'm like, here is all that I have planned for my character. The rest is up to you. Good luck. <laughs> Give it to me again. I've lost yeah. it. But wow. I mean, that's right. what I'm saying is, you know, Joey has taken a barbarian which you know most people is literally just a hack and slash he's turned into i mean 
he's he's well we can't get into too much of it but i mean he's he, a leader of men he I is mean. he's a leader he he's a government official he's a politician i possible mean possible messiah it's uh, he's i mean the messiah. and the it's messiah. it's incredible you know where he can take this and i'm absolutely impressed with the you know his gameplay yeah it's like the life Thank of you. brian yeah i mean it's just Im- very impressive and that's the thing you can do whatever you want to do you you play the way you want to play them and it doesn't really matter what class or what race you are um you, for those that are that are trying to maximize you know, like the strength yeah if they're trying to do you know if they're going to be a fighter or something like that you know half work or you know something like that would would fit them better but that's not saying that you can't be you know half work um rogue you know, or or you Half know, wizard. It's wizard, yeah, even better. Wizard, well, but sure. I mean, uh, I mean, I think, I think it's a bit bold to say that race has like no bearing on role play at all. No, no, not. No, a, no. I'm not saying it doesn't have any, but I'm saying that it doesn't have to be as clear cut as what a lot of people thought it was. You well, know? sure. Like, I think one of the big things that custom lineages did from Tasha's was it lets you break the mold of what your race would specifically be seen as, right? Mm -hmm. So um, let's say that you have the stat block for a dwarf, which gives you constitution and strength, I believe. Or wisdom. Yeah, or wisdom. And let's say you're like, okay, that's cool, but I want to play a dwarf who is a wizard, and I don't want to get punished for that. The custom lineages lets you substitute out those ability scores, so maybe you change strength to intelligence. And now you have a intelligent and constitutional dwarf. So maybe he didn't work in the mines and he wasn't like a guard or anything in his town, but he like spent a lot of time reading and studying up on lore. Sissy. Then he'd still have the constitution of a dwarf because he is a dwarf at heart, (laughs) but he probably wouldn't be as muscular as like his other brethren because he hasn't spent time training. He's been training his mind instead. And so custom lineages... Custom lineages <laughs> lets you swap out those like ability scores, and it lets you take something old that wouldn't work for something that you had, or you'd get punished for like leaning into something that you'd want to role play, and it lets you like take that opportunity and kind of make it more bearable, if like not optimal, and like go forward with it. Right. So. Right. And I do like the you know, the way that the the five E kind of broke out. A lot of the, you know, your different backgrounds, you know, there's, the, you know, hill dwarfs versus, you know, the, the cavern dwarfs, things like that, where they actually did kind of, you know, break that down and say, well, you know, they, they didn't, you know, start in the caverns. They don't have uh, um, dark vision because they've been out playing in the woods, you know, I mean, they're a little bit larger. I mean, there's, you know, I think, though, that the that really falls on the DM to allow that and maybe even to encourage it. I mean, you are the storyteller. Right. I mean, Clay's done a really good job at that, you know, trying to you know, bring us out and, and you tell know. me more good things about me. Yeah. Makes it easy when there's only one race. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. It does make it pretty easy. Yeah. And uh, you know, that's why I did that. I didn't want to learn all the other mechanics and the things that you can and can't do. And I didn't care. So yeah, human. You're human. Should have just Easy. made us all fighters too while you were at it. <laughs> no. Um, well, only I'm one of us is having two barbarians. <laughs> one of you may be dying today. Hint, hint. Could be anybody. Who knows? Who yeah. would have thought? My money's on Seamus. <laughs> so I mean, it. 
I think there's some good and bad. I think it's just a matter of, you know, how we temper it. I, you know, I, I, I could see this getting, you know, out of control. But then again, it's it, that's only out of control if I was playing in it, in, the, you know, that particular campaign. If I wasn't in that campaign, you know, no harm, no foul, nothing, you know, nothing off of my skin. So, I mean, it works. So, I mean, I think everything is, is good. And so far, you know, they haven't broken it. Yeah. We've come close. Clay's I mean, come really close. <laughs> Good. Yeah, and, like, at the end of the day, that's all it is, right? It doesn't matter what Wizards puts out. Right. Like, you can choose whether to allow it at your table or not. And if you want to tweak it or ban it, then that's up to you. And so, like, you know, they could release tomorrow a race that's like, oh, this is uh, a demigod. You literally cannot die, and you get a plus five to every stat. And I would just go, obviously, that's banned. <laughs> but it's in the book. And, like, you, you probably wouldn't get much flack for that either. <laughs> and or, I'll give you flack for it. Or, yeah. like, you know, you could at least tweak I it so it. that it's, like, not as extreme. And Only get a plus three to every step. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Can't handle it. And so, like, it, I think it's a big non-issue thinking that, like, Wizards is going to go overboard and release too many races because at the end of the day, it, again, it's whatever you choose to allow. Also, I mean, if you're thinking like there's too many races, just look at the monster manual that right. all the monsters there are in the world and planes. So, like, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think we could, we can sum this all up with be whoever you want to be. Your dreams are not too big or too small. Live your best life. God bless America. And I, thank I agree wholeheartedly. And thank you, Wizards, for putting the mechanics in place. Yeah, I mean, so they really developed the Grand Theft Auto V marketing style here. They just threw out the base thing, and they're just going to keep upgrading it and upgrading it. They're not, they don't need a sixth edition. Yeah. There there will be no 6E or GTA 6 either. Yeah, exactly. Just wait until they release a new set of dice, though. Well, it's going to be so outdated. Yeah, what's going to happen <laughs> is that the, something with the mechanics is going to change. You know, it'll be something, you know, pretty intense. Welcome to make the sixth them edition, we use twenty-five sided dice. Right, <laughs> right. Sorry. Yeah, I you don't know. It, you will see. I but mean, the you thing know. is, I don't even know what they would do for a sixth edition to like improve upon what they have. Right? They would probably just change base mechanics. Like that's usually what they do between editions. Yeah, but like, like I don't know what specifically would need changing. You know, they could balance base races and base classes. Because the entire point of like. Well, balancing is like a separate matter, honestly. Making grapple useful again. Well, it's kind of hard <laughs> to say, hey, you know that rogue or that druid that was always a thing? We're going to go yeah. back and retcon that so it has different stats. Yeah, I mean... But that's still... That's but, like, what, you're going to release a new edition? It's like, here's 6th edition. It's exactly the same, but Rangers base, slightly better now. Ooh. Yes. No, what's more <laughs> likely is you're going to get, like, touch-ups to the original um ranger revisited yeah you're gonna get like those revisited uas um that like affect subclasses yeah that were like core there's a few things like that's it they just go around and potentially actually balance stuff so you don't have one class or race specifically better than all the others right but i I don't think it's going to be like a whole edition that comes out like obviously if a new edition does come out that's going to be like a part of it but like i don't see wizards they could add more rules because 5e is very open well, and I think that's what they've decided to do. I think they, you know, when they when they were sitting down, they realized that it, it's it's open ended. It's it's almost modular. 
Yeah, you've got they your can, extremes now. And your yeah. templates that you can, like you said, they have templates that you can change and, and do what you want with it. So that makes it very modular. And by just substituting, you know, this out for that and this for that. And, I mean, I think that will keep it fresh because obvious I have not seen the amount of growth that we've seen probably in the last 10 years in, in the, you know, the entire time since I started playing in that short of a time. I mean, I think it's really, it, they've exploded and it's in a compressed time period. Right. And you're kind of at this point too, where you have your two extremes covered. If you're into like big number crunchy, all of the rules are laid bare in front of you. You have numbers for everything. That's what 3.5 is. Right. <laughs> and if you want, a more like in between very loose um, implementation that's kind of what 5e is um, you could also say that that's what 4e is but 4e was a bit too loose we and kind of needed a bit more structure and that's kind of where 5e came from well i think they've realized that i think they figured out it right. was broken pretty quick and well it was just yeah, we aren't going to go into 4e no. again we but it, not again it, it, <laughs> it's basically it just played like a video game where you had like a number of moves that you could use and like once you used them up then uh you know yeah so um well we'll see how that plays out yeah, i mean yeah. you know it'd be interesting to see what it looks like in the near future yeah. How many, how many, you know, what kind of changes are pop up and everything. So, yeah, I for one think the new UA is pretty cool. Um, yeah. Like just, to, just to circle back around to the point here. <laughs> um, you should definitely check it out. Uh, I'd list some things, but again, each class has a amount of features and it'd take at least 20 minutes just to talk about it. Well, right. we don't want to, we don't want to ruin all their fun, right? Yeah. And yeah. 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 That's post on go the wizard's website yourself. if you want to go look. And it it's up. kind of like a, a push to go study, go look on your own because that's, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, we're just here to point you in the right direction. Well, you do your do own research. research. That's right. You lazy bum. What's the name of the UA again, Joey? Uh, Unearthed uh, Arcana. Unearthed Arcana <laughs> 2011 Folk of the Feywild. Okay, so yeah. Folk of the Feywild. If you just Google like, Folk of the Feywild UA, should be like if the first you, result. If you type in UA space 5E, it'll show up. And yeah. if you click on that link, it'll be the first one. So there yeah. you go. Um, yeah. Anything else that we wanted to talk about on the UA? Taco Bell put tomatoes in my chalupa, and I asked them not to. Not sponsored. And I'm pretty. Well, definitely not. Yeah, they, definitely they not. They ruined sponsored. it, man. They put <laughs> tomatoes in yeah. it. Now it, it tastes vaguely like tomatoes. Please yeah. refer to them as unnamed Mexican food fast food company. From I now think on. that's giving them too much credit. Yeah. Unnamed Mexican themed fast food company. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Maybe just unnamed American company. American <laughs> Unnamed. <Mexican>. Unnamed. <laughs> unnamed. Redacted. Redacted. And with that, I think we're going to call it for this, for this one. Um, thanks for spending some time with us, guys. Really appreciate it. Um, you know, check out our website. We are going to see some changes to the website. We, uh, we're also working on the uh, gameplay we got our um, first episode recorded. Yeah, Woo! we got it. It's uh, it's in. It's being edited, and we will have that out pretty soon. And we got to figure out the logistics behind setting up like the second channel yeah, and everything. So. Nathan Nathan didn't get back to me this week. He <laughs> something about he had to work or something. He has a real job. What I don't an excuse! Know. What does he think Just he is? Laziness. Who works these days? Disgusting. I'll tell you. So, but anyway, appreciate it, folks. You uh, you stay stay close and uh, listen to our our tales and. Uh, We'll, we'll give you more information. Don't you look at my tail. That's right. Oh, no, not that. <laughs> I thought we were done with those races. Ooh. All right, Play guys. Play B-Stars in my D&D &D game. Oh, no. <laughs>
All right, guys. Take care. See ya. Pandakin. Bye.